This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Today's show, we are going to talk about coaching and people that do that, because, you know, I got to tell you, 20 years ago, well, let me bring Eric on real quick, because Eric remembers these days. Uh, he was a lot younger then. He was like 10. Uh, but he was... <laughs> Eric, how are you? I'm doing well. Happy Wednesday, Kevin. Uh, it's a beautiful day, and it's 90 degrees where I am. How's it with you where you are? I think we're at about 87 right now. Oh, boy. I know, I know, I know. Uh, but we're going to have a great week. It's it's supposed to be nice all week, isn't it? Yeah, 72 degrees here in the studio, so just right. <laughs> I wish I were there um, with, with the guests that I've brought with me. Um, but anyway, everything good for you, sir? Everything is good. Do you remember 20 years ago when I was doing Positive Talk Radio originally, and somebody came on and they were a coach and it was like, well, what exactly is that? That's a, that was kind of a new phenomenon 20 years ago. Now it's a mainstream thing. Do you remember those days? I do remember those days. Yeah. And they, they are, <laughs> they're everywhere now, but some That's of them, true. Yes. You know, and, but, and the fact of the matter is, and I'm willing to bet when I ask these two, if they have a coach, they'll say yes because they are transformational coaches. They've got a program called Emergo Academy, and uh, they help people who would like to lead a different lifestyle and lead a coaching lifestyle, go through it, and actually be able to do two things, to make a living at it and to help people. So if you are sitting in our audience today and you're saying, I wish I could have a job where I could help people and I could be kind of on my own and do my own thing. This is a perfect show for you to listen to Those or are watch great goals. Indeed. Indeed. So you can go to uh, our YouTube channel, which is positive talk radio or Facebook. And also KK and W has got a bunch of stuff they've thrown up for us. Very true. We can you kind of <laughs> tell us what they are. <laughs> I was, are. Are you talking about where people can watch and listen to the show? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You can do that on uh, 1150 KKNW's uh, YouTube page, our Facebook page. Uh, and you can, uh, of course, as you said, do that on the Positive Talk Facebook and Positive Talk Radio YouTube page. And of course, you can just tune in on the radio or find it all at 1150kknw.com. See, you said it all, and you didn't even have to read any of that. I'm so impressed. Uh, but you, <laughs> I, I, and I keep telling you, but I have to keep telling you that I really appreciate the fact that you're still here 20 years later and we're still doing this. And this is so, such fun for me. Likewise. So thank you very much, sir. And I think we should probably introduce before they get tired of listening to us talk. I think we should introduce our guests for the hour. And that is Dave and Susan Kenny. And they, I have a, they're recovery coaches and they're, uh, their website again is Emergo Academy. No, excuse me, that's not right. Emergo. It yeah, is it right. <laughs> it is. Uh, apparently, I can't read. Uh, it's one of those things, you know. Hey guys, how you doing? 
Hey, Kevin. Kevin, how are you? Great. We're great. It's hot up here too. We're in Calgary. We're in Calgary, Alberta. We're in Canada. I have never been there, but I hear it's a beautiful area. It's really beautiful. It's we a just, cold we just we just wound up the Calgary Stampede, the greatest outdoor show on earth. Over a million people went through the turnstiles. It was the second most attended. A lot of fun, a lot of craziness, but we don't do the craziness anymore. We we like to have fun, and we're going to go up to the mountains this weekend. That's our fun. I forbid Dave from riding bulls. No, no more. No, what do you mean, no more? Did you no ride more. bulls at one point? No, no. It just <laughs> makes me sound better. It just sounded good. You caught me. No, I've never been out bowling. I never would. I'm smarter than that, Kevin. I got to tell you, it's a, that just looks like it hurts like heck, regardless. Well, then people need recovery coaches, so it's, it. it's all good. It's good for job security, that was Kevin. Excellent tie-in. Hey, well done. Like that? That, was, that was a pro tie-in. You see that? They call that a segue, and that was a great segue to what you guys do. And first of all, the first thing that impressed me the most, um, either you're a brother or sister or you're married. We are married. Oh no, this is yeah. No, this yeah. is good. This, this is good. Is, this is we um we are one of the very rare couples that can work really, really well together. Um and yeah, that was battle tested for years. We ran a recovery and wellness program, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 12 years. Um right, a residential program yeah. had a staff as max about almost 30 staff members but we had to live on property due to zoning issues. And we've worked with and helped over 2000 families transform their lives. And some of them facing some very dire uh, crises in their life. Yeah. And it has become a passion of ours. And since the, since the pandemic, Kevin, what we looked at is what do we do great and how can we make a bigger impact in the world? And so that's what we've done is we've morphed into a Murgo Academy and now we coach, train, mentor and certify people to be coaches to get exactly what you talked about. If you want impact mm -hmm. and if you want freedom, recovery coaching is something I encourage you to look at versus uh, more of a generic coach, like a life coach. So um, it, it creates greater impact. And by doing that, you create greater freedom in your life. I got, I got to ask you when you were the residents of this, of the recovery program, and it was a 24 seven program for you. Yeah. How often did you get woken up at two o'clock in the morning? She never got up. I was going to say, let's yeah, get this there's two different questions. She never Me? got up. Never. Dave? I, I was the, uh, if if there was an emergency, it only happened a couple times in 12 years. There's two or three hospital runs. One young man had a kidney issue. Um, so there's only two or three uh, hospital runs in the 12 years, which is, which is great. And, um, well, except for the two or three individuals, but all went well. Everything was good. Everybody was fine. And, and um, other than that, it, it's more emotional, Kevin. And, and when people are facing the word change, which we actually steer, steer away from, we yeah. talk about growth and transformation. Yeah. Change has a connotation of actually it's a shame-based word. It means I'm bad who I am today. Right. And so somebody thinks I need to change or I need to change. No, it's, it, is, it is about you're great the way, where you are. No matter what's happening, no matter the shame you might be carrying, the events in your life, it, in in time you will see the greatness to this. Now let's grow and evolve and transform. And so it was more emotional stuff at night, um, and and just embracing a new lifestyle can be a darn scary thing. Yeah. 
And for people that are working to embrace that, I imagine one of the first things they say to you is, you mean I don't have to hate myself? Hmm. You want to go over that one? Because um, this is a good one. No, the first thing they were saying is, what, no cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was the first thing. No, co- no coffee. Yeah, no, no coffee, no cheese. What? What do, do you mean? Cho- do they get chocolate? We did do chocolate. <laughs> we're rethinking chocolate, but that's a whole other story. So the, fir- the first thing was actually more times than not, it was, I don't know why I said yes. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, it was really that strange that often. we go, you know, you called and talked to the family mm-hmm. and talked to me and you said, when you want to come? And you said, okay, I'll come Monday. And they go, I don't know why I, I don't even know why like my mouth opened, but I really wanted to say no. But, but I believe that's deeper when people truly inside are, are sensing this is a safe, good place and program. Yeah. And I want more of my life. We say yes more times than no. How many residents did you have when you were doing this program? At at any time, anywhere from four to nine, sometimes sometimes a little less, but four to nine. One we stayed open over one Christmas. We usually closed over Christmas, Mm -hmm. but we had three guys who said, "We don't have families and homes, and can we hang out here? Can we stay?" We (laughs) said, "I don't know. Let me look." And so we gave the Santa Claus came that year. We gave the staff uh, the four or five four days (laughs) off, and we hunkered down with them. We had an incredible oh, Christmas. Class. It was a great Christmas yeah. uh, for the three of them, and uh, uh, that was that's a that's one of those more memorable times because we we were really connected deeply with them. Do you find that the type of work that you do and helping people become transformational coaches and and helping them themselves learn how to live a new life? How rewarding is that? It's got to be great for, for us. Or for them, the people that for, we train. Well, for you, first of all, because without you, there ain't no them. Hundred percent. I can't imagine a higher calling. And fifteen years ago, if you had told us this is what we'd be doing, I would have said, "There's no way. Right? There's not a chance that we're going to be doing that." So it evolved, right? Everything starts with an idea, and then it evolves, and then it becomes evident that this is what you need to do. It's it's the the ripple effect that we don't, none of us know the ripple effect. And then we get a text out of nowhere and saying how impactful we've been on our coaches, forget about the clients for a minute on our coaches and have changed their families and their lives. And we look at each other and go, wow, I didn't even know this was going on. And um, it's just a, to me, it's a, I'm going to, we're both educators by trade and by heart. We both love to teach and give and we, we, we can get into how we ended up here, but um, we wanted to serve and help people and people who are in crisis. We have this innate belief in greatness in everybody. Mm -hmm. I I believe there's greatness in everybody. And with that belief carries things a long way. And then all of a sudden we get these, these texts and emails and phone calls and pictures and uh, it, this isn't a job or a career. This is a vocation for us. Yeah. This is our way of life. Well, you know, it's interesting because I agree with you 100%. I've worked with vice presidents and presidents of companies. I've flown all around the country to driving a city bus in Seattle and talking to people who didn't have a dollar to pay bus fare. Yeah. And I've learned in, through that fundamentally that we are all the same. 
Yes. We just have different challenges and different things that have been presented to us. Yeah. And it's always helpful to have somebody see our blind spots and to get yeah. through those things so that they can, we can live who we really are intending to be, who we, who we're supposed to be. Right. And that's why what recovery coaching in particular, I think for the life coaches that we've had that have, we have trained there, they say it's far more rewarding. Like this is, it's so tangible. People are in need right away. So it's not like saying I'm a life coach, right? There's a, it, there's a lot of life coaches and I don't mean to put down life coaches. Recovery coaches are in demand, right? Like we're in a crisis globally right now and people need to be able um, to get back on track again. So being a recovery coach is even way cooler. It's like the rock star of coaching. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you, because, you know, it's not like you're going to have any shortage of work anytime soon. Not at with, all. Uh, what's the current statistic? 70,000 people a year are dying from fentanyl uh, yeah. overdoses and, and from uh, other drug induced things. And it's, we, and do you primarily when you, after you train a coach, do you train them to work with people who are in crisis in that way and in a whole myriad of ways? What That's up we, to them. That's up to them. Well, so how, how do we define recovery? Let's start right. there. Yeah. Let's because, because, because the word recovery brings this connotation of addictions and street people and all of that. And, and, um, uh, that's not, that's a very, actually a very small percentage of people who are struggling, very small percentage. So we're talking about people who have gone through traumas and significant traumas. We've all had traumas, but sometimes it just, it becomes crushing and over overbearing. And so a recovery coach can help there. Certainly addictions like heart addictions, substance uses, you know, alcohol, drugs, but also soft addictions, which can be as equally punishing in life, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, shopping or, or um, behavioral, behavioral um, adaptations that take away from our life. One may use the word addiction. I, I kind of don't. Um, and then also people who just are, have this repetitive cycle, Kevin, where, where, where every six months or every year, this, re, this, the, the same pattern happens. It's called a self-destructive behavior, self-destructive habit. And though all of these, every one of these things are related to brain function. And that's the key as a recovery coach to understand how to lead, guide, or mentor your, your, your clients using a brain-first approach to wellness or well-being. That's actually the, the mm -hmm. ticket. Then, then you can take that and work with, if you want to work with moms, if you want to work with, you know, um, someone with alcohol issues, if you want to work with... In a treatment center, in, if you want to work independently, uh, there's so many possibilities. If you want to start your own coaches. nonprofit. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there, it is a broad range and it's a myriad of different things. By the way, why weren't you here 20 years ago when I said to my significant other, I think you have an addiction to shopping. Oh, no, there's no such thing. It's like yeah, there absolutely well, is. And why are we broke all the time? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you think about what would it mean to you as a couple? What would it mean to the family? if that was no longer an issue. And so recovery coaches, we often think of the fentanyl and, mm -hmm. but, but that truly isn't our niche because this is about working with executives. This is about working with the moms 
um, hey, one of the newest things is because weed is becoming legalized everywhere, you've got moms that are smoking marijuana instead of drinking wine, right? Like it's, so there's, we we think about the hard drugs, but yet it's more prevalent day to day. Microdosing with mushrooms. Right. And, but all of that, people use these things to alter their brain to feel better, to feel relief. Right. I feel happy. I can engage socially. And what we where we go is is okay. That's that's a true statement. I smoke weed because I feel better. Okay, right. but the question is why? Right. What's the pain? What's the what's? Let's go deeper than that. If you talk about an iceberg, let's stop looking at the top tip of the iceberg. Let's get to the deeper part of the iceberg and uncover what's really going on and what you want in your life. What are your values? Where do you want to go? That's where we begin to begin the coaching conversations. So Kevin, shopping is just the symptom, Mm -hmm. right? There is something that's driving that need, that urge, and that's what we've got to uncover. Exactly. It made her feel better. Uh, in in an abstract sort of way, no, uh, no. In a short in a short term, right. in a heat, it, that's called hedonism. In a short short term relief or short term joy, hedonism is a short term thing at the cost of long term value. So right. somebody would shop to feel euphoria and happy and distract them right now this afternoon or this evening, but when the when the credit card bills roll in later, they feel great shame and pain, only to repeat the cycle to get out of the shame and pain. So this is this is that self-destructive pattern that we were talking about. You know, it seems to me that I don't recall very many coaches talking about how the brain is wired and mm-hmm. how it becomes a, a counterproductive to leading a, a healthy life. And now they're discovering, at least I think they're discovering, that you can change the pattern of the way your brain thinks. Is that true? Yeah. Absolutely. So it was actually discovered in the 60s, um, Marion Diamond at Berkeley University. But in the 60s, women scientists were not really well received by <laughs> by um, other faculty and scientists. Jeez, that's so, a surprise. so she was actually the first one that proved neuroplasticity um, in the rats that she was working with. But fast forward, I think it became mainstream about the year 2000, right? We really understood that the brain can rewire itself in a positive way and in a negative way, right? So it's the lifestyle and the actions are really going to have an effect on how that brain is functioning and brain function drives chemistry. So let me say that again, brain function drives chemistry. So it is more important that we work on how the brain functions and that's what our brain first approach, we call it actualized recovery. And we help our coaches understand how the brain functions and how they can leverage that neuroscience in their coaching for amazing change. So let me understand. So mm-hmm. if you are in, you're, you're a person in trauma and yeah. that can change the way that your brain is wired. You bet it can. So neuro, neuroplasticity. Big word. Here's what neuroplasticity is. Your brain constantly, by the way, you're old enough that you would have seen the Nancy Reagan commercial with the fried egg in a pan. There's your drugs. And, you know, yeah. and, well, and that's it. But that was, that, was, that was the belief in the 80s. It right. was actually in the 1990s when the presidents um, in, in Washington, they invested billions and billions of dollars. It's called the decade of the brain. 
It's, it's very little known, but that was the decade, and it was the decade of the brain and science. And that's when neuroplasticity and a bunch of other neural words that don't matter today um, uh, became commonplace. And Christopher Reeves, if you remember Christopher Reeves, Superman right. fell off oh, the yes. horse and became paralyzed. He became the poster child, the poster face, um, the celebrity face about brain and nervous system. Right. So the brain, your brain, my brain, Susan's brain, every listener's brain, it continually changes and rewires based on your environment every moment of every day. It's adapting moment to moment to moment. The good thing of this is if I start to bring new patterns in and new habits in, it may be more difficult to get up or go to the gym for the first few times or go to the pool. But after a while, it becomes commonplace. I feel more normal doing this activity. That's because the brain has begun to change it, how it's wired. Um, and yet the bad part of that is I can also change how my brain works in a negative way. Right. So what I do, who I'm with, all of everything, the foods I eat, all have an impact on the brain. And here's why it's important. It's critical because the brain drives everything, like it or not. People listening to us today, like it or not, the brain drives everything. Your relationships, your spending, your your sleep, your your your, your digestion career, system, your everything, everything, your choices. It is all driven by the brain. And from an addiction science point of view, everybody says it's it's a brain disease or it's a brain disorder. I won't get into disease or disorder, but everybody relates it to brain. Right. So then why not coach people the skill set and the tools to take this to the world to help every person who wants to change or grow or transform in their life? Because the first thing they have to do is begin to make changes that make a positive impact on how their brain works. And guess what happens? Their habits change in a positive way. They feel better. They sleep better. They argue less. They come out of their shell. They stop isolating. All of these things are directly related to the brain. And we have the opportunity and ability to change that. So let me see if I understand this. If I'm sitting here at, at 40 years of age and uh, I say to myself, I'm not happy with the direction of my life. I've got, okay, I've got the house. I've got the kids. I've got the, the wife and all that stuff, but I'm not happy. And I want to start doing things that will make me happy. So if when you start changing your behaviors into a more positive thing, then your does your brain lead that or does it follow along with that? Great question. So I'm going to back your radio station. Your talk show is positive talk radio. We leverage something called positive psychology. So if you're 40 years of age, you're looking at your life and you're saying, man, if this is all there is, wow, I, I, this isn't for me. So we use lots of different methods, but one of them is positive psychology, which is different than psychology, which is looking in the rearview mirror. Positive psychology, what we're doing is looking at people's strengths, what really matters to them, and creating a life around those things. So things that you're naturally strong at, instead of working on in school, when we were in school, quite often teachers or well-meaning parents would say, oh man, you're really bad at math. We need to get you a tutor and you need to do more of that. 
positive psychology would be the opposite. You take the things that you're really good at, you do more of that, and you implement the success that you have in those, and it ripples into everything else in your life. That makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because, because what you're doing then is you're leading. So it, it's you're rewiring your brain at the same, as an example. There are people that would say, okay, you want to change your life. The first thing I want you to do is to meditate um, and to clear your mind and, and to go through this process of meditation. But right. when you go through that process, does that in and of itself help change the brain structure or rewire it? Kevin, Kevin, how old were you when you first rode a bicycle? About first time I did it without falling, (laughs) about six. Okay, that'd be about right. And before that, our parents would have put on maybe a tricycle and then and some training wheels, then maybe move the training wheels up a little bit. And here's why the training wheels and all that. Then mom or dad are running or big brothers running behind, holding the seat, holding it up. Here's what's going on from a brain perspective. Riding a bicycle is very complex for the brain. You have to push, you have thrusting with your feet, and you've got to have rhythm there. You have to have balance left and right. You got to stay balanced. You've got steering issues. Then you got visual. Are there trees? Are there cars? Are there potholes? Is it gravel? All of this is happening instantaneously in the brain. The only way to learn how to ride a bicycle, the only way is not through more brochures, more education, more school time, more videos. The only way to ride a bicycle is you got to get on it and do it. And here's why. By doing it, pedaling, even with training wheels on, and when mom and dad are holding the seat, the brain is firing. It's called Hebb's Law. The more a neuron fires, the stronger it wires. The more your neurons fire, so the more you practice riding your bike, the stronger they become. And then instantly, one day, they're able to let go of the seat, and you can go 20 feet, 40 feet without falling. Bam, your brain's rewired. And that happens from doing something, not from just knowledge. So I want to go back to your question on meditation then. Does meditation change the brain? There is so much more to that question. If somebody is suffering from anxiety, the last thing that you want them to do is close their, close their eyes and go inward. Right? We've, we've got to calm that brain we have to have them feeling safe and comfortable inside their own mind with the eyes closed. So there's, there's ways that we can create a more mindful um, practice, which is what meditation is, right? It's, it's becoming aware of things. But depending on your, the person you're working with and depending on how their brain is functioning, that's going to be different for every person. Boy, I tell you, it gets complicated, doesn't it? No, but it it is, but it's not. And here's, we take complicated things and simplify them. Here's a great example. If a child or a teenager is really angry, really angry, do not give them a timeout. Right. Because the brain's going to spin and it's going to continue. What you want to do is tell them to get on the bike, go play basketball, move their body. Yeah. Move their body 20 minutes, then wander out and join them and have a and you'll you'll have a totally different kid on your hands because you've changed how the brain is functioning. Do not I wish I did timeouts when I was a kid or a dad, but that's why I got the well, white, you, white you actually had your own corner I, when, when you I was were a kid, kid growing up. But don't was... do timeouts and, and, and it's it, it you, you wanna 
you know, as a parent, you're frustrated. Just, just go to your room. No. And think just about what you've done. Just, just get That's on the bike and idea. go paddle and go pedal. Just go and see him in 20 minutes. You will have a different child on your hands. Right. I so spend, physiology uh, drives psychology. That's, 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 there's a bumper sticker right there. Um, mm -hmm. I, sp I spent maybe years in my room because, because I would say something and they'd say, why did you say that? I, and, or I would ask a question. He said, young man, don't talk back. And it right. would be like, but dad, don't talk back, but dad, go to your room. That's how that always went. That was yeah. our, that's our generation. And, yeah. and I think there's a balance between that. I think there's a balance. I think there's a better middle ground than right now where, where kids don't have that same hierarchy in a family. Right. Now there's a, I think there's a balance between the two, which is do is do whatever I say with no explanation versus uh, you get to do anything you want. I think there's a better middle ground. We got to find. Right. I, I agree with that. By the way, we're talking with Susan and Dave Kenny. They are emergoacademy.com. Go there. And but when we come back, we've been talking about some pretty deep stuff. So what I want to know from these guys is how many years does it take them to make a good transformational coach? And, and because it seems to me like there's a whole lot to learn in that process. You're listening to Positive Talk Radio, and we will be back in just a moment. Hey, PTR loyal listener. First, thanks for being in my dream. And second... I have a new concept in business to share with you. It's called socialpreneurship. So what's that? Well, it's the idea that any company designates all profits beyond expenses to be awarded to a local or international charity or project, which is working to achieve good in the world. KM Media is such a company. We believe that it's important for us to give back whenever possible and to make great things happen. So I hope you'll join us in creating this new business model that will positively impact all of us. In the next few weeks, we will lay out the plan and begin our fundraising efforts. So stay tuned for more details right here on Positive Talk Radio. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey, thanks for listening to Positive Talk Radio. Did you know that we're also a media production company? Well, surprise, we are. We can create all kinds of audio video products to fill any need. Please visit kmmedia.pro backslash our dash store for a complete list of products and services. In addition, do you need a great voice to add to your own website or any other project? I know that we can add depth and quality to your work. I've been told more times than I can count by many professionals in the business that my voice adds to the quality of the presentation. So let me create something for you. Please contact me at Kevin at KMmedia.pro and let's create something great. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. You're listening to Kevin. <laughs> You're Susan and Dave Kinney are with us. They are transformational coaches and they teach 
you how to be a transformational coach. And I know that you guys have studied for a very long time and have done a lot of work. How many years does it take to train a transformational coach? Well, I think you're going to be shocked, stunned, and amazed. We're, our recovery coaching program, Kevin, is eight weeks. And that's eight. an end. Yeah, live coaching. So, they work directly with us. We have, we have two programs. Our international certification program is an eight-week course twice a week with us, as well as some private classes with us. So the, so it's an intensive thing for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. And before the eight weeks is done, we guarantee that you will be a professional coach because you will have secured at least one paying client. And that's important for us. Yeah. And then also um, graduates from that program are then invited into our year-long master's coaching program. Um, and uh, and then we go from there. So, But in eight weeks, we can have you up running and coaching and making an impact and actually making a living which is yes. very very important mm -hmm. yeah, well, well here's the thing about making a living you have to solve a problem yeah you have to and whatever business we, you're in we've said this earlier in, in our talk here today we're both actually life coaches but what's a life coach do what problem does it solve because good life coaching actually is in advance of any issue so you don't hit the crisis well a lot of people aren't motivated. No, my life's good. A recovery coach, all we're doing is helping people when, they, when they're when they facing a crisis or want something different in their life. And there's some skill sets to learn how to help people through that. And Kevin, any anybody you talk to now I, is either struggling themselves, has a family member, or has a close friend, right? So th this is an absolutely in-demand coaching. Recovery coaching is a growing field we have the only brain first approach. It's not brain only, but it's brain first. Ours is a completely holistic way of helping the brain come back into a state of balance, which changes everything for the person. Well, not only that, I, I don't know how many times you have had people in your life. I get it all the time when you say, hey, how you doing? And somebody says, oh, not too bad. And so, okay. Mm -hmm. Let's break that down. How bad is bad? And, and then, then they say, well, you know, I got this and then I got that. And, and right. we all tend to do that because we've all, at one level or another, we've all had trauma in our life. Absolutely. We're trying to figure out a way to get through it and around it so that we can live the life that we, that our higher self and that we intended for us to live. But it's so hard to do without help. So I want to go back. Trauma is a big, big thing, and it's thrown around a lot. So let's get specific about what trauma is. There's three types of traumas that human beings endure. One is physical trauma. So that can be accident. That can be concussion. That can be something that happens to the physical body, and it affects the brain and the nervous system. The second is chemical. So we can have flus. We can have food poisoning. We can have lots of things that upset the homeostasis and balance, again, of the nervous system and the brain. And the third is the emotional traumas, right? These are the things that um, maybe the loss of somebody, maybe um, not being able to have the job or getting fired from the job that you want or relationship issues and their continuing patterns. So what we have to get clear with what our coaches learn is What's the distinction between the three traumas and how do we lead people 
through those for the, the absolute healing of the nervous system. Well, I guarantee you there's somebody, somebody is listening to us for talk right now and they're saying, let's see, I have number one, to number two, I got that. And number three, oh, oh crap, I got all three. Now what do I do? Right. Well, you reach out to Emergo Academy is what you do. <laughs> and here's what happens with our coaches. We get coaches from all walks of life. Every time, every one of them says, I didn't realize the transformation I was going to go through in the program. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that 100%. Because in order to work with somebody who needs transformation, you have to go through that yourself. So that you can be be helpful to them, don't you? At hundred percent. That's 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 really cool. You you guys. So let's let's go back back in the midst of time. <laughs> well, what decided you guys? You were teachers. You were educators. What decided you to go into the the field of of transformational coaching and and helping people with their trauma, regardless of what it is, physical, mental, or chemical. Um, we followed a trail. Yeah. There was no design. We were doing very well in private school and, um, and leadership and mentoring and helping people. And But we saw good kids struggling, whether it was academically, you know, the learning challenges, learning disabilities, anxieties, the depressions. Then we saw physical issues like concussions from sports. And then we saw those kids just fall apart sometimes, yeah. emotionally, physically, um behaviorally and we and we just started talking actually we're drinking teas and things in the morning and and talking about can we change a brain what would what would happen so, if so we first could thing, change a brain the the brain drives all behavior both dave and i understood that from our education and background so if somebody is struggling what if we were able to influence and actually change how the brain physically works so that was the first hypothesis Kevin. And then the second for both of us, these were teenagers and young adults. This was high school level. And for us, it was just unacceptable. There, was, there wasn't anything to tangibly help them. And these were amazing kids. And the school was doing the best it could. Right. It just wasn't, it wasn't built to support kids right. in crisis and, tr and, tr and struggles. So I was traveling. This went on for months. This is 2009. Yeah. 2009. And I was traveling for the school, and on a Friday night, is how crazy I am out on the road all by myself on a Friday night. Um, I was watching PBS TV in a hotel room, and this neuropsychiatrist came on, and his name is Dr. Daniel Amen. You may have heard him. They have a clinic in Seattle that they've sent people from Seattle to us before. Um, and the Amen Clinics, uh, Dr. Daniel Amen, neuropsychiatrist, so a brain psychiatrist gets on and says, and it was selling his book back then, his first book. Now he has, I don't know, 30 books. And I mean that he has like 30 books. But the first book was Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. I've seen that book. Yeah. Okay. I got on the phone. I said, oh, my gosh, this is like, you remember all the, all the questions we've been answering. This guy is asking. Yeah. This guy's answering. Yeah. So we did the thing I've never done before in my life. I ordered everything from PBS, everything I could get my hands on. And and it, when it arrived, it was like Christmas. It. it was we like Christmas it. morning for we us. We started reading it, and every theory that we had, Kevin, was validated. That if you physically change how the brain functions, then the person absolutely has intrinsic change, not forced change. Just, just take the book title, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. 
that that's that summarizes our whole 40 minutes of our conversation here and that summarizes what we're doing in recovery coaching you can absolutely what you have today brain wise what you have today in your life and your affluence your debt is not what you have to have tomorrow and we and our coaches you can lean on us and we won't tell you how to do it but we'll guide you through that process that's what we're gifted at we've done so many transformations and there was there were commonalities through each person that came through the program so although everybody is unique everybody has a different story there's still the same markers in order to be able to help somebody to transition or to grow so that's what we're great at is teaching people how to help their clients or their patients through this that's why this conversation is so important because yeah. in that hotel room back in 2009 you were watching pbs and this guy shows up and you weren't anticipating that that was going to happen no. and it was i believe divinely inspired to change yeah. your life and to change your life so that you could change the lives of other people because you have both of you and you can see it in your face you have an inherent need to help people yes yeah we're, we're drawn to the work yeah. there's no doubt it fits yeah we we don't get tired kevin it's it's like well we i just we, feel first energized of all, first of all we live our we live the lifestyle that right. we a brain healthy lifestyle so right. that that's a game changer hot yoga today for both of us yeah like we live the lifestyle that we that we teach and mentor um i want to back up to something you know that ultimately we've talked about being recovery coaches we can't make a website but here's what here's what we really are is happiness coaches yeah. and here and here's why i say that when susan was saying there's a commonality i would interview everybody of the two thousand plus people that came to us and we record them for them not for us but for them so they could see the the transformation during the journey with yeah, us we do video on day but one i would ask if i had a magic wand and we could help you overcome and achieve one thing 90 percent of the people suicide ideation anxiety crippling anxiety can't leave the house can't leave the bedroom uh drugs alcohol police issues everything you could imagine OCD, we're talking uh, we're talking significant crisis nine times out of ten with that one question if I could if we could do one thing what would it be I just want to be happy I just want to be happy that's that's it but that that ultimately when you're in pain whether that's shopping gambling or, or whatever it is and, and you're filled with this this junk that the world puts on us called shame and you carry that around for a while, it gets really punishing. Right. And this is about lifting that and believing in people and helping them realize the dreams that they have. So I, I got to ask you, you brought up gambling, which is a perfect um, uh, segue for me because I don't call it gambling. I call it giving because I don't, I, I'm not capable. I don't win ever and stuff. And so I don't gamble because it doesn't give my brain a boost. It's kind of like when I lose 20 bucks, it's like, and this is years ago, I would lose 20 bucks. And say, you know, I spent two hours to get that 20 bucks and I just lost it in three minutes. Um, yeah. So it didn't soothe my brain and it didn't cause me to want to do that. Is that part of it? Is it? Sure, is sure. Let's take in? gambling, take alcohol, take gambling, take cocaine, take uh, shopping, shopping, take, why do some people get, 
do a, a negative habit, make negative choices to the point where they will lose their families, lose their careers and lose their homes. Gambling is one of them, not for you, but there may be other things that you get relief from or, or Bill down the street or Jane down the street gets relief from that others don't. That the, the issue isn't what we do. It's why are we doing it? Why do we do it? Yeah. Now, Vegas would go broke if they tried to build it on you. Boy, no uh, kidding. And, and, and if, you want, if you want a sense of everybody seems to win when they come out of Vegas. But if you've got on one of those airplanes coming home, the airplanes going to Vegas has phenomenal energy. The airplanes <laughs> coming home, everybody is, is exhausted, hungover, and broke. Um, so it's the flights home are quite interesting because we're sober the whole time, so we kind of chuckle anytime we've been on one. We don't go to Vegas, but we've been uh, we've stayed there once, uh, for business. But uh, the issue that you raised it's not why do some people do that with the gambling and get so addicted and lose everything? It doesn't make sense, yeah. Okay, well, neither does cocaine and losing my, my law practice that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, and statistically, Kevin, 37% of lawyers have an addiction. Have a, a serious, serious addiction. A serious addiction. Hardcore. So one in three. And and they can't afford sometimes for anybody to find out. They can't they can't go to a rehab and they're not going to share it with coworkers, perhaps. And so recovery coaching, that's why recovery coaching is so incredible. This is something that People can connect with on on their own terms and heal while still continuing on with life. You know, it's interesting. I, I'm one of the shows that I've been watching a little bit. It's a lawyer show. And these people, they always at the end of their day, they always go to a bar and then they're having straight shots of stuff. And it's, <laughs> it's like, that's OK that we can do that. But but in real life, um, right. lawyers, it, it can it can be debilitating for them. Yeah. Well, we've heard it everywhere. We've had lawyers who say, well, you don't understand. It's part of the culture. We've had it right. from people out of Hollywood. It's part of the culture, cocaine and alcohol. We've had it with minors. We've had it with um, actors and actresses and models. It, 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 Guys, you're not that special. Like this, yeah. this cuts through everything. Everything. Um, yeah. And, and people do these things not because tomorrow they want to feel bad they're doing it to to seek relief typically from pain or or shame but they're seeking relief that's why they're doing this mm -hmm. and they do it in a very short term model model at the expense of the long term so they're so they're they're acting out of their value system usually mm -hmm. but why would we do that because I get relief. I feel better. Right. Or now, do you ever run into people that that say, why do you drink a six pack a day? And they say, well, because my dad did. And before him, my grandpa did. And so it's part of, it's part of my family culture. We've done it all. He gets up and goes to work every day. I get up and go to work every day. I don't see a problem with it. Yes. And, and that isn't somebody who's going to be seeking a recovery coach. Right. It isn't a problem yeah. until until it's a problem. <laughs> until your wife says you it's it's me or the six pack right or you have that six pack and you're the cause of an accident so it's not yeah. a problem until it's a problem so we worked with a we worked with somebody who 
did well in business, engineer, sold his business, retired early, made a lot of money, and started to drink unexpectedly and just started to do that and ended up in a hit and run and drove home. And, yeah. and, and, and somebody got hurt and went to the hospital. And then he ends up in jail and he's about to lose his family. He's not a bad dude. Right. But he sure made some bad choices. So the question is why? Here's a great one. You ever heard of For King and Country? The great, great, wonderful band. For King and Country is my new favorite band. They're they're kind of a rock um, um, religious. They 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 have meat but not songs. Not religious. They have songs of great meaning, yeah. and they're very cool. They're very hip. Um, there's a song called um, uh, "Burn uh, Burn the Ships" that they wrote. And one of them wrote it because he was on tour, and I'm and I'm going to share this story because I've read about it. It's it's, it's out there. It's, this is not site. this is this is up for anybody. Go go see "Burn the Ships" for King and Country. He's on the road, and and you know he's he's filling arenas like this is big time. Yeah, they're massive. Gets a call from his pregnant wife, who the doctor she was struggling her pregnancy. The doctors put her on some pain pills. She became heavily addicted to them, and she called saying. You, I need you to come home because I don't know how long it's going to last, how long I can hang in for. Yeah. So I, I don't know why she was put on the pills she was, but she, she's a good person, good family, successful family, doing the right thing, following doctor's orders. And the next thing you know, she's about to cash it, check out. Right. Like, why? Well, she was seeking relief, and then the brain got addicted to these tablets, and he's wrote a powerful powerful song mm -hmm. it's a beautiful song that he wrote and dedicated to his wife by the way she got through it and they got her through recovery and the family is amazing and doing well but this song for, from king and country for king and country is a powerful song called burn the ships well so you know the, go the ahead face of addiction yeah right we we think of it as these down and out oh my gosh the, these people that have lost everything you don't think of a pregnant mom who's been prescribed a pain pill as somebody who is now suicidal and has an addiction. But that, Kevin, that is the face of addiction. I and that's why we need recovery coaches. Exactly. I have a, um, and this is before recovery coaching became a big thing, I think. She was, uh, she had a son. And when he was 18 years old, he was an athlete, and but he had an intestinal problem. They found out... <laughs> Excuse me. They found out he had a blockage, so they had to do intestinal surgery on him, and it was significant. Mm -hmm. It took out most of his large intestine, mm -hmm. and so he they. And then this is when uh, oxycotton was brand new. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't know if, if people remember, but at one point they said, "Oh, don't worry, it's not addictive. It's going to be fine." So they gave him sixty pills, and then they gave him sixty more pills. By the time he got done with that, he was totally addicted. He yeah. had, and then they stopped giving the pills. So then he had to go on the street to pick it. Well, long story short, he passed away at 31. She didn't have the resources like you guys can give or one of your coaches can give yeah. that can help him get through that, and he would be alive today. That's yeah. that's how important the work that you're doing is. Thank you, Kevin. It's every time I hear a story like that. I, um, I'm, I'm so proud of our coaches that we're training and what they're doing in the world. And thank you. 
it's it's vital and by the way you guys are coming back on the show next week and you're gonna have to come back after and long after that because <laughs> i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna lean on you for uh some more coaching some more talking about addiction and changing the brain and that kind of thing i'll wear a different shirt i'm gonna wear the hot pink i'll put on a different shirt next week <laughs> okay Okay, but I got to ask you because, and this is a shameless plug, by the way, you said <laughs> that you have listened to Positive Talk Radio and you actually like some of the shows that we do. Hang on, yes. hang on, hang on. I'm gonna, look, look, first of all, the, the, there is power in language. Here, here welcome to coaching. There's right. power in language. Words have power, yeah. and, and there's a meaning behind that. The, and you, the name of your show drew me right away. My head popped up and went, what? Yeah, 100%. Positive Talk Radio. Like you, you are actually Kevin dedicated to making an advancement in a good, positive way. Not you're not after clickbait, and so that's a rare thing right now in media. I just applaud the heck out of that. Number one, and then you 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 bring that that energy. I've watched three different ones uh, today. I was watching the one on habits. Um, you bring the same positive energy with a big open heart. You are genuinely curious. Mm -hmm with everybody you talk to like as genuine you were locked in with us and you've been locked in with the other three people I've watched. So that's why I love it. I love the, I love the direction that you want to take the conversation to. And I, and I believe the world would be better off if there was more people that took their conversations that way. You know what I have to say to that? <laughs> that was my, that's my goal. Every, every week I'm with you. That's my goal. I want to hear that. I want to hear the crowd. <laughs> You have, you have, first of all, you have no idea what it means to me because that is exactly why I do this show. And it's important for me, for people that think that, that um, people in media make a ton of money. I don't, I, I, everything that I have, I give back to this because it's important for me because this is what's going to happen. Suzanne and Dave is somebody's going to listen to the show. They're going to pick up the phone. They're going to call you. They're going to go to Amurgo um, Academy and they're going to get trained and they're going to save a life. You may not ever know who that is, but it doesn't matter because you've accomplished the goal that you set out to do. Um, and so I'll get off my soapbox. Now I want you guys, I've got about a minute and a half left. I want you guys to tell our audience anything that you want them to know that's on your heart. Well, we want to offer something free to, to people. Um, anybody who's thinking about becoming a coach, mm -hmm. we have a, it is, it is a quiz. It's free quiz. It's on our website, emergoacademy.com, E-M-E-R-G-O for people listening, E-M-E-R-G-O academy.com. And this quiz is, is discover your coaching superpowers. And it's also going to tell you what your kryptonite is. Too. Oh, you let that, so you let that secret I out. Like that, you know about Come on. Is. It's a secret. So you get your strengths. And yes, Susan's right. I think you more get people to are going to come if they find out kryptonite, they're learning kryptonite. Which, And I love the name because it doesn't mean that you're bad. But even Superman had a kryptonite. And as right. coaches, we got to understand what that is so we can keep yeah. an eye on that. I want to thank the two of you for being here, and I'm looking forward to many more opportunities to talk to you. Susan and Dave Kenny have been with us. EmergoAcademy.com. Go there. Learn how to become a transformational coach and learn how to save somebody's life. I can't think of a better calling. And with that, thank you, the two of you, for being here. And by the way, everybody, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you Friday at noon. Mm -hmm.